Good evening, Patriots. Today is Saturday, March 26th in the year 2022. Lots going on and a lot of interesting statistics about homeschooling. We're going to go over that here this evening and touch on just some perspectives on, quite frankly, just on how this war can be won from a marketing angle. And I think part of what we're missing, we'll get into all that here very shortly. MyPillow.com is the place for your sleep needs, and sleep is a critical part of what we are dealing with right now. Stress takes away sleep, and MyPillow.com offers you that opportunity to get great products with a great company, knowing that when you spend your money with MyPillow, you're going to be spending your money for a company that represents the values of the United States, of liberty, and of God. So head on over to MyPillow.com. The Bards Nation landing page is mypillow.com forward slash Bards. That features many of the latest specials. And you can use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, to get access to all those great specials. You can use that same promo code anywhere on the mystore.com, frankspeech.com, or mypillow.com to get all sorts of fantastic savings, things like Giza Sheets, and the classic my pillow are kind of a mainstay to everybody. It should be a mainstay to everybody's bedroom. They literally do make a difference in how you sleep. And I would never have said that eight months ago. And today I'm like, man, I can't live without them. In fact, I'm buying more sheets just so I have backups. So they also have a Giza cotton pillow, which is fantastic. My slippers, all these things are on sale right now. Giza sheets are down to 60% off. My pillows are down as low as 19.98. My slippers, 50% off. And they're just an incredible quality slipper as well. So take advantage of all these great things and many, many more products over on MyPillow.com. And you can go MyPillow.com forward slash Bards for the Bards Nation landing page. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And if you want to talk to a real person, you can tune on into, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. And you can talk to a Patriot Pillow Counselor and they'll take care of all your needs. So check it out, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Take a look into this interesting piece. We're going to kind of hit some random stuff before we dig in. Alabama AG, Attorney General Steve Marshall, can't say duly elected. So listen to this. Is Joseph R. Biden of Delaware the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States of America. He is the president of this country. Is he the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States? He is the president of our country. Are you answering that omitting the language duly elected and lawfully serving purposefully? I'm answering the question, he is the president of the United States. And you have no view as to whether he was duly elected or is lawfully serving. I'm telling you. Yeah, we know he wasn't. We know he stole the damn election. We know they're all part of a coup that took this nation leadership from the people. And we know that that coup ultimately has ties that pass through big pharma like Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca. And it all arcs right over to that hellhole known as Ukraine or better known as Kazaria in the old world where the leaders of the world launder money and move things through so that people 
they can make their lives better for themselves. This is a really important point. I think it's something that people miss a lot as to how this whole laundry piece works. And it's not a it's not anything fancy. It's just that they rape and pillage us with the money that they want and they channel it right over to Ukraine so that then their siblings who are now on the board of directors of many of the companies are there then to be able to pilfer this. Here's a great piece. This is one of my favorite TikTok accounts. Take a listen. He kind of lays it out just like this really well. This is Money Laundering 101 for you. Hopefully with this Ukraine deal, you guys are starting to wake up. Let me walk you through Money Laundering 101 with Ukraine. You have corrupt government officials here vote on something such as a bill to give Ukraine aid. They steal that money from us, the taxpayers, send it over to Ukraine, where they have had their next of kin installed as high-level executives and companies over there. The money gets filtered to them, they take a nice cut, and it goes back to the corrupt government officials and their families. On top of taking a 21% pay raise. You wake yet? Okay, cool. You don't believe me? Ask why your elected officials that get paid six figures to sell out this nation and constitution. Why are they worth millions? Oh wait. They're criminals and they're corrupt. It's a criminal class that's running the nation. Come on, we know that. But many people don't. They're still trying to figure it out. They're like, uh, well, what, what is what's going on? I don't quite understand. Things aren't making sense. But I'll tell you, it's it's the insane world of this place that we're in. And in the meantime, Joe Biden is over having pizza with the troops, or did, just did. That was exciting. And they all looked completely thrilled. I'll tell you right now. But here's a little warning, and this is a good one, actually, from, and I don't listen to him that often, but you know I've mentioned it before, Cliff High. This is a pretty good warning about the storm that's coming, so buckle up. It surprised me, for instance, to see many of the people that we now title the elite uh, be picked off one by one by one. Uh, and, and basically removed from this planet uh, by the actions of people that they have harmed uh, over these last two years that would be uh, unpredictable and not unstoppable. You need to stand back, okay? Uh, people need to understand that there will be a section of the social order that is going to go crazy uh, uh, in anger, grief, uh, all of this, and there will be reactions and it's best to not get yourself in the way of those reactions, especially if you're not like a law enforcement personnel kind of fellow that's trained in it, right? Because these will be very violent reactions. I'll tell you right now, I was laughing because <laughs> the guy that did this, you know, on TikTok, they write little slides, right? And he writes, the left is going to lose their shit when they figure out they were used as guinea pigs. Oh, yeah, that is going to happen. Don't worry, that's coming. It's like, oh, stay out of the way. That is going to be so ugly when it happens. Here is propaganda at its finest. I This guy is either jabbed or I don't know, but you just got to hear this. This is, this is for real. 
Ukraine's National Security Council says antidotes for nerve agents. That means chemical weapons are being given to Russian soldiers in Ukraine. This is a sign Russia might want to use chemical weapons in the near future. He's dumb. I, th- these people are so retarded. I really don't understand the logic of these people that they don't know. They don't know their head from the toilet bowl, man. And and seriously, they are so lost. They, what, what is with these people? They don't even know the first thing about Ukraine. It's like, oh, it's blue and yellow. It's time for me to stand with Ukraine. This is kind of like the the toilet paper hoarding. And I'm telling you, there's some fantastic deep programming going on. I would like to meet the MK Ultra dudes that are behind this because they're fantastic. Could you imagine being able to do what they do to the lottery officials? Man, you could win every week because you would know they'd be able to program them with just the right number you'd want. And you just like, okay, today I want seven, nine, six, five, and six. Okay. And that you would win every week. You'd have to like hide it once in a while. But this is effective programming like you've never seen. These people have literally been into this thing, hook, line, and sinker. Just like they hoarded toilet paper, now they're hoarding Ukraine flags. It's amazing. And it, it truly is stunning. But what can we say? This is the world that we live in, and there isn't much more to say to it other than it's crazy. But I do want you to listen to this. Now, this is relevant to homeschoolers. I'm the way this piece reads, and this is a strange TikTok. I'm going to read once it starts, I'm going to read the piece that he's referring to so that you can hear his ending. So here we go. All right. I'm going to let you just read this. It says Nottaway County, Virginia, Nottaway County residents are disturbed after a county supervisor claims a sexual assault happened at a middle school. No action was taken by school leaders. During Monday's school board meeting, the supervisor, District 2, John Rourke, said Nottaway County Public Schools, NCPS, did nothing to address the incident which occurred on October 2021. Pull your kids. Do it now. Get your kids out of whatever school they're in. Start homeschooling. Do it right now. Does not matter if you have the time. Does not matter if you have the money. If you don't pull your kids, this could happen to them too. Get them out of there. Get your kids out of school. Seriously. We've been talking about this. There's a reason it's number pillar number two on the county by county. Home churches and homeschooling. But here's some really uplifting statistics for you just in case you're feeling in despair because of this horror show that's going on with our kids which makes me nauseous every day it actually does more than that but it's not legal to say the things that i'd like to say here it is and this is homeschooling numbers in the 1970s there were 13,000 homeschoolers in the united states in the 1980s there was 200,000 homeschoolers in the united states In the 1990s, that number rose to 850,000 homeschoolers. In the 2000s, that number rose to 1.5 million homeschoolers. In 2010s, which would be the teens, 1.7 million homeschoolers. Now get this, in the 20s, in the 2020s, we're already exceeding 5 million homeschoolers. 
We have got to encourage and support parents to get their kids out of school. They are communist indoctrination camps. Let me read this to you from Jordan Maxwell. He, his, he died in March 20, March, on March 23rd, 2022. This is a fantastic quote. Nothing in this world operates the way you think it does. Banks do not loan money. Governments are not empowered to protect you. The police department is not there to serve you. Institutions of higher learning, colleges and education institutions are not there to educate you. The entire superstructure of civilization in the Western world is a combination of brilliantly put together and planned, well-planned schemes to direct the minds of the people in such a way as to serve their masters. And their masters are them, not God. It's very important. So this world is not as we seem. Here's another one I'm going to play. This is Putin, but I'm going to have to read the translation as we go. No, I don't speak Russian. I am cheating. It has words. So listen. Let me reiterate, the whole global economy and trade have suffered a major blow, as did the trust in the U.S. dollar as the main reserve currency. The illegitimate freezing of some of the currency reserves of the Bank of Russia marks the end of the reliability of the so-called first-class assets. In fact, the U.S. and the EU have defaulted on their obligations to Russia. Now everybody knows that financial reserves can simply be stolen. And many countries in the immediate future may begin, I am sure this is what will happen, to convert their paper and digital assets into real reserves of raw materials, land, food, gold, and other real assets. Patriots, the world economy is shaking up and changing, and we are making changes here domestically. And all of this is reverting back to the keywords there that the value of things is going to kick back to the things that are not typically paid for in dollars. It is not going to be a dollar-based economy. Value has to shift. One of the big indications of this to me is when you look at these homeschooling numbers, which are phenomenal. A rise in that much numbers of homeschooling means that parents are once again valuing their children, not valuing their damn job over the child's education. This is what is so important. We are at a point right now that the reserve currency is, is dying. The U.S. dollar is, the federal dollar is dying. And for those out there that are kind of the Q folks that are going gold, gold will destroy the Fed. Well, I've, there's a lot more to it than just that. And that sort of change is going to take a number, quite a bit of time, and it's going to be painful. If you're really watching what's going on closely, not in the propaganda media, but what's going on in the areas that Russia has liberated in Ukraine, you can pretty much expect that that's going to be a similar model, which will eventually come here in one form or another. They're they're getting the people out of the besieged areas. I say that very importantly. You can expect as we go along here that the cities are going to be the besieged areas. They already are. They just We haven't acknowledged it yet. We have homelessness. We have crime. It's going crazy. And people are going to have to leave. They're leaving voluntarily, but it's getting more and more difficult. And food is going to become a weapon. What are the Russians doing? They're creating corridors 
so people can exit out of the besieged areas, the areas that are being wiped out by the Nazis over there. And they are then, and once they get into these other areas, the Russian troops are out there handing out food and water for the families. It's beautiful. I mean, it, I'm telling you, it is really amazing work to see. And you already have Western propaganda over there going, oh, this has just been done for the cameras. That is the biggest bunch of garbage. Why would the Russians stage an event like this and try to stabilize the population? If we understand anything about Ukraine, and I hope everybody does that's been listening to this channel at this point, Ukraine and Russia are brothers in arms. They are the same people. And Russia does not want to occupy. It is trying to liberate from the Nazis, the bioweapons labs. And even today, there's some suggestion that they were working on, from a report from RTTV, that they were working on nuclear capability over there of some fashion, funded by the EU and U.S. dollars, once again, mind you. But there is a template going on over there. I brought up the homeschool thing because it's very critical when we talk about things again, what can people do? And obviously, I mean, I talked about this Friday last night, and I, I do get a bit frustrated when I hear people ask me and try to make comments to me that like, well, we don't know what to do. And I know that the broader part of Bard's Nation does know what to do, and that's good. But the point is that for those new listeners out there, if you're coming in, hear me. There's 1,200 plus episodes. Go listen to them. Because we have been working on this as Bard's Nation now for well over a two years on the sorts of actions that we can do. Everything from guerrilla marketing all the way up to the county by county program in taking action. Now, to highlight that, one of the critical things that we can be doing, whether you have kids or not, is to literally help parents that are homeschooling. Give them some assistance. If you don't have children that are needing to be homeschooled, help others that can. That's the key piece. We have to start helping one another. Listen to this. And I really love this perspective. And, I, and this is going to lead right into where I want to take the show tonight. So listen carefully. This comes from Ben, ben Kremer, which is B, B. R. Kremer on, on, at B.R. Kremer on Twitter. Imagine if our Christian view of the world, let me restart. Imagine if our Christian view of the end of times was centered on preparing for Christ rather than an antichrist, centered on the mark of the lamb rather than the mark of the beast, centered on preparing for redeeming the earth rather than escaping it, centered on hope rather than fear. Absolutely solid. It's positive. And this is why I rage on about the end of time stuff. Because it is not in line with reshaping the world in God's image. We have an obligation to market that message. Now, the one thing that we're seeing right now in Ukraine, which is very important to understand, is that it's, that war is being created and fabricated. It is a propaganda war. And the problem is that we look at propaganda as victims. We look at this and we say, oh, woe me. Woe me. We are here and they're using propaganda on me. Propaganda in a very 
if you want to call it that, information warfare works two ways. When I was in Afghanistan, I was, in the last few years I was there, I was on a very select team. It was hand-selected under General Scott Miller. And within that team, there was another small select team of about 10 of us that were steering the future direction of the war. It was called the Commander's Initiative Group. Typically, SIGs, Commander's Initiative Groups, simply review the daily briefs. In our case, the Commander's Initiative Group was converted into a future plans operation where we were looking at trends and analysis of the cultural and informational war and looking at where we could take the war in the coming years with the operations we were doing. On that team was myself, three people from the RAND Corporation, and several other hand-picked soldiers, all special forces or special operations. We, tr- we roamed the whole country. We did whatever we had, whatever we needed to accomplish our mission. One of the people in that group was by the name was Todd Helmus. He's a piece of work, but besides that, he wrote a book called Enlisting Madison Avenue. He worked for the Rand Corporation. And the book was, the basis of the book was the marketing approach to earning popular support in theaters of operation. The concept that we were working with, I worked with, everybody on the team worked with was how do we move the population from a dependency on one of two issues that we had to break. One was a dependency on a U.S. funded model of governance. And the other was a dependency on the fear that was created by the Taliban in the villages. How do we separate all of those things and empower people so that they could take their country back? Sounds familiar, I would hope. And that's what we worked on. Central to the work that I did and central to the work that Rand was doing was looking at issues and directions and how to, what marketing looked like to create the message more effectively. And what I ended up doing was creating a program which was all about empowering people in their homes to create sovereignty, village by village, very similar with the principles of county by county. It works. And it was giving people the tools to empower the knowledge, to empower themselves to start taking back their sovereignty. Now, here's why I bring this up. All that I did was positive. There was no negative. In fact, I had a briefing with General Petraeus and the PSYOP guys were there. The National PSYOP guys were there and literally were trying to sell a program to him to emphasize the violence in the mosques. And I absolutely pushed back against it. I told them it was the wrong direction. It wasn't going to work. Well, they didn't listen. And guess what? It didn't work. People don't need more violence. They don't need more negativity. When they get super saturated, they start shutting down. It's a psychological issue that's provable in war. And we have been in a sustained information war for some time. And it's very important to grab this. Because when you are going to walk in this doom or the the, the messaging of the beast or the messaging of all that's going to happen to us, we're going to lose this thing. And I know, I, oh boy, I tell you, I already hear it in my head. Yes, but God's already won. Well, good. Yes, he has. But are you going to be there? We have a role to play. And the role to play is to literally elevate up the message of Christ. And that's our most powerful marketing tool we have 
in a positive sense, centered on the preparing for Christ rather than the antichrist, centered on the mark of the lamb rather than the mark of the beast, centered on preparing for redeeming the earth rather than escaping it, centered on hope rather than fear. All of the structure of county by county is all about elevating those things up. And it's that was not coordinated, by the way, with Bren Kramer. It, Kramer. It just happens to be what he said is so perfect. So when you see numbers like homeschooling numbers up over three times, it's over 5 million people now that are homeschooling. That is a massive shift in society. And it's happening because of an awareness of, and an understanding that there's something tangible people can do. That message needs to elevate up. We talk about home churches. What does that look like? Home churches, this connectivity to people and places. It's bridging each other so we can get past denominational fortresses and start coming together to worship Christ and, and not get into this turf war about my church is better than your church. We don't need that. And it's definitely not in the message of Christ to be turfed up turfed up in our temples. When we talk about Patriot Gardens, that is taking power back in your life and literally, metaphorically and physically, sowing seeds. And each one of us has that ability to do these things. When we talk about right work, it's using our gifts and talents and nurturing our gifts and talents and stewarding our gifts and talents. Oh, faithful servants, he who has given much will be given more. We talk about health and wellness. It's putting God at the center of our health and wellness, not fear to run to the hospitals. And with that, it's, we're building that up off of the natural things that are given to us, the physical by keeping ourselves fit, what we consume, and the natural elements out there as much as we can and as we grow that knowledge again to heal what we need. We talk about informed action. What's at the center of informed action? Scripture. Because that's what guides us in the information of what we need to do. And we talk about conservation and stewardship. That's literally taking care of and nurturing God's world. All of this is happening out of our homes. And every home that does that becomes a lamp on the hill. And that's a marketing message. So in 2000, I have to look back at the date. And I, it was 2013. There was something put together called Looking Back and Looking Forward, Perspectives on Terrorism and Responses to It, a Strategic Multilayer Assessment of a K- um, assessment, occasional white paper. This white paper was overseen by General Flynn. There was a hand-selected group of people. I'm trying to see about how many of us there were. About 10 of us or so. They were asked to write perspectives on how we deal with terrorism. I'm one of them. This paper is available online. And you would find it by... Look up Kesterson if you want to read it. Look up Kesterson Marketing SMA. That'll that'll get you to it at least. At least it did me tonight. So I just kind of backtracked that. The 
title of my paper in this was Marketing Economies and a Collision of Narratives Approaching Terrorism Through Branding and Marketing Methodologies. We're dealing with terrorism in our own country by our own government. And so when you read something like this, you have to start taking what we've studied to deal with other insurgents like Al-Qaeda and others and now turn that vector on our own government that's doing it to us in order to win. I'm going to get into this much more deeply on Monday night, but I wanted to hit on something here tonight that's important. And this is was in the conclusion of what I wrote. Narrative becomes the leading weapon that shapes both strategy and tactics. That is so critical to understand. How we present the message out here to those around us is going to shape both the way they see the world and how they enact and interact and tackle the challenges before them. That's what that means. So as we are out here and we are trying to ask ourselves, well, what can I do? And I say this over and over, reach out to your neighbor. Reach out to somebody in your, in your knitting group. Reach out to somebody in your, in your guys group. Reach out to somebody. Just reach out. And the first and biggest lesson in all of this is do something. It isn't about like, well, I don't know what to do. I got to think about it. Do something. Because here's the thing. As we're listening to God and we start making an action, God will guide us. And sometimes we're going to start at a point and God's going to lead us completely different. But we have to start. That's the first thing. But I want to continue with this. The brand becomes the decisive weapon to build loyalty and market share. The brand. What is the brand? And I know people don't like this because they're going to say, well, Christ isn't a brand. Yes, I'm sorry. But in this world, the way we're dealing with, if you want to communicate to these people across the way, Christ is our savior, but he has to become the brand of choice. And that's the whole point here. That there is no nothing else that anybody wants to choose but Christ. And in doing that, we have to build a fantastic message around what that is. And it's not, <laughs> you're going to hell. That doesn't work. Hate to tell you, that's not one that wins. You can try it. You can go door to door. It's like, uh, you're going to hell. It's like, slam. But if we are, if we are going to be out here and we're going to be engaging with people and we're going to talk to you and say, look, we're into some real troubled times. And brother, I want to be here with you as your neighbor. I want to work with you and I want to make sure that we are coming together. And I, in the process, I want to look at the positive new world that's arising. Patriots, I've just opened a door. I have. And I'm going to talk about hope and I'm going to talk about seeding my garden with seeds and, and I'm going to talk about if they've got homeschooling, I'm going to say, wow, you're homeschool. Or if they don't, I'm going to say, have you thought about homeschooling? Is there a way that maybe I can help you? I'm going to talk about their health. As we get to know each other, I'm going to offer some ideas that I have to help improve their health. I'm going to become a resource. I'm going to become the best brand in the, in the community. And I'm going to be that brand. They're going to be like, how do you, how do you, and you know this is going to happen. Because if you haven't had this happen, you haven't pushed hard enough. How do you stay so positive? It's like, I stay positive because God's got this. And because I'm, I've been taken care of. Jesus sacrificed everything for me. And they're going to be like, ah, you can, you'll get this. Like, ah, I'm not really, I'm not very religious. It's like, okay, that's cool. 
But let's have some more conversations about it as we go. But let's not worry about that now. Let's get back to the garden. And we start doing and helping and building bridges in amazing ways. And oh my goodness, who else is in play now? Here's the thing. We start going into play and Jesus is right there with us. He's doing his work too. Don't forget that. Pretty amazing thing. This is, this is powerful work here. And there's a lot of interesting discussions happening, which is happening in my world. I'm sure it's happening in yours where people that are vaxxed are going like, you're not vaxxed. You didn't get the vax. They know what's going on. They're trying to rationalize a very difficult piece here in their life that they've realized that they've been rooked. We tried on that piece. We did everything we could to raise the, the black flag and go, hey, you are getting taken over. And they're like, nope. Okay, I, we can't help that now. Now we've got to come at a different angle. And this is part of adapting to your market. Our market base out here of roaming injected pre-zombies is now starting to wake up and going, I don't think that was such a good idea. And it's like, without me telling you so, it's like, no, you're thinking to yourself, no, that was pretty stupid. But okay, I'm here. And because I'm walking with Christ, I'm going to just kind of brush it aside and roll my eyes to myself and say, okay, now, neighbor, let's keep going. Now, look, I'm going to say all this, and then I know you'll say, I'll get something. I guarantee I'll get something. It'll be something about how, what do you think, dude? Gonna, the enemy's just going to roll over like a cockroach? No, I don't. In fact, I think the enemy's fierce. I think the enemy wants to destroy everything it possibly can get its hands on. But what I do know about the enemy is that the majority of the enemy that you will face has no backbone when they stand up to a true believer. And that strength and fearlessness runs them away. I know that. We have to become the watchers of the wall. And that's for our communities. And it is one of these great things as we do this, as we are starting to shape the message to a positive and a negative, we're literally literally doing the best possible work we could do because we're literally bringing the light. And as we do that, and as we open hearts, and as we start to get people to hear the beautiful and messages that we have in our hearts and the true compassion we have for humanity, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. 2 Corinthians 5.20. Pretty amazing. This war is a narrative war. Afghanistan was a narrative war, but it was hard to get people to understand it. But that was my work. That was my work for three and a half years on the ground and my work that continued from 2006 all the way until 2016 and still continued then in the world of American politics and awakening from there to now. That has been my life's dedication. This is a narrative war. And you don't win narrative wars by constantly forecasting a doom and a gloom. 
We have to forecast the image of what we want to become. People want to hear where they're going to go, not how they're going to die. People want to hear the, the positive of what things can be because they need hope. And along the way, that isn't, you're not painting a rosy colored picture and putting rose colored glasses on and trying to be unreal because you're giving them that balance of reality, but what we're trying to achieve. You can bring all the beast system in you want. I'm never participating in it. Matter of fact, I'm going to mock it and laugh at it until they finally silence me and put me on a guillotine or something, which they won't do. And even if they did, I'd still be laughing. I'm not kidding. I, I would literally, I could tell you right now, if they put me in this lineup and like, you're going to get your head cut off, I'd be like, okay. I'd be walking up and down the line. Is this everybody good with Jesus? Because we're going to see each other real soon. So let's make this a party. And I would be up and down that line laughing until they probably like, you can't do that. Your head's going to get cut off. And be like, all right. <laughs> you want to do it first or last? What are you going to do? I've told you, and I, I'm dead serious. I, I do not have a fear of death. And I am not going to paint a future that deals with that. I'm going to paint a future of where we're going to win. And we already have one, but we're going to win bigger because we're here. And this is the power when we bring that into the world that is so immense that is people just don't hear enough of. We have this gloom that the media has painted over the entire world. Man, it's like an electric brain fry. And it gets old because, and even tonight when I sat down on the, I sat down at the desk to do the show. I'm like, Father, you know what? I'm just like ready to check out on this because I am so sick of hearing the negative blah, 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 blah. That's when at first when I found that Russian video. It's an, and it was fantastic of watching the troops give bread and food baskets to families. I'm like, you know, that's what we need to be doing. That's where we make change. And they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that you're building your own prison when you're thinking of the stuff that they tell you. And we've all been told, all but told that in the Bible, fear not. And as we just build this amazing place within us and we're diligent in what we're doing and then we're empowering communities to come together, we're becoming the agents of change, we're becoming the disciples of modern day. Kind of like Bard's Rangers. We're working with that idea too. So this is the whole thing. Messaging and marketing are central to this fight. The this I'm gonna I don't even like calling them the left. They're the they're the douche mongers of, of hell that are out here that are trying to constantly wash our brains with filth and negativity. And they're very good at it. And it has created a, an instinctive default in our culture to always think negative first. So when you're, as an example, and it's all about glass half empty, glass half full perspectives. So one person says, I'm going to prep because it's, it's the end of times. And we're going to just, it's going to be horrible. And I'm like, okay, you can do that. I'm like this. I'm like, I'm going to prep and I'm going to be prepared because I figure there's going to be some challenging times, but I want to make sure that I have enough for my neighbor because I want this, I want my neighborhood and my community to rise and be successful. It's all 
about twisting their narrative on its head and crushing it and speaking our narrative, which is from God. Joseph filled the silos, the grain silos, knowing what was coming. He knew it was going to be famine. But in doing so, he did it with the power of God, knowing what was going to come. So, as I've said many times, in your preps, make sure that one of the top things you have in there is a Bible. In your go bag, the Bible better be first on your list. And if in your preps, if you can, get a case of Bibles. Have them. Have them around. Because they're going to be important. I have no idea where this thing's going. Neither is anybody out here. Everybody is trying to throw darts on the wall. But what we do know is we see the signals of things that are coming. And they're being pretty honest with us about what they're trying to do. Like, oh, we're trying to ruin the food supply. And, yeah, we're trying to put the injection into mosquitoes. And we're trying to grow lettuce so people eat the injection. And we're going to try to spray it in the air. And we're trying to create an injection now that's going to be spreadable so that when you touch somebody, it, it spreads onto you. If they knew how to do this, they would have already done it. And if it was that effective, they wouldn't have bothered getting the injection in the first place. All of this is just narrative rhetoric to try to get in your head and get you going in fear. You're hearing all this thing about thermal nuclear war. So there's two answers to that. One, it's most likely a lie because they just want you to be fearful. But if it's true, who cares? You can't control it. It's in their finger buttons that they're going to do. And if that's where we go, then God's got a reason for it. Pretty simple. So we are in a fantastic place to transform this world and to do so with such an upbeat and positive message of our time. So I want to close tonight with Ezekiel 37. Start with 37 to 15 to 17, and then we'll close with 37, 20 to 23. So listen to this because I just I think it's so apropos. So the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, take a stick of wood and write on it belonging to Judah and the Israelites associated with him. Then take another stick of wood and write on it, belonging to Joseph and all the Israelites associated with him. Join them together into one stick so that they will become one in your hand. Hold before your their eyes the sticks you have written on and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will take the Israelites out of the nations where they have gone. I will gather them from around and bring them back into their own land. I will make them one nation in the land, one in the, on the mountains of Israel. There will be one king over all of them, and they will never again be two nations or be divided into kingdoms. They will no longer defile themselves with their idols and vile images and with any of the of their offenses for I will save them from their sinful backsliding and I will cleanse them. They will be my people and I will be their God. That's pretty good. Kind of a nice little reminder of what we can do. And on this whole time, we're simply choosing the ancient paths, which is a pretty good place to be. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time that we've come together today and to simply focus on the message of 
Christ and all that it is for our King and Lord. To stop putting the emphasis, Lord, on that of Lucifer. To start, stop harboring the principles of end of times when we none of us know when end of times are. In fact, let us be reminded that only you know when that time is. And for those of us that are doing so, it's a waste of time to be trying to predict when the end is. Let us focus instead on the message of Christ, the message of love, the message of building bridges. Let us focus on what we can truly accomplish in this time to bring people together, to provide the hope and the light to be the lamp on the hill. Guide us in this, Lord. It's easy for us to trip. It's easy for us to fall and to be swept up in these narratives of negativity. To win this war, all we have to do is step into that walk with Christ. And so let us do that and bring as many with us as we can. The message is the message that will raise anybody if they truly hear the glory of what our King has to offer. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. There is absolutely no control over the, th- the bigger things of this world. In fact, I think if we're honest with one another, as we're walking with God and we're walking close in the body of Christ, we don't have control over a whole lot. So it's really a choice of what path you want to take. That of, of the glory of Christ, preparing for the, the mark of the Lamb and the redeeming of the earth and centered on hope, or that of the darkness of the apocalypse, which we have no control over, no idea when it's going to happen, and what a waste of time to, waste, to have your life focused on that. We don't know where this is going in our lives. I always hear, well, we know how this ends. Sure, we do. But we have no idea what that timeline is. And it's a waste of time to be focused on that when we have so much amazing things to do now and here and now. As I've said to you many times, and I'm truly serious about this, if God called me on the phone right now and he said, okay, um, Jesus is coming, I'd be like, all right, I'll be there. When's he coming? One hour. I'd be 59 minutes and 45 seconds, I'll be there. Until then, I'm going to do everything I can to continue to raise the message of our Lord and, and Savior. It's a great message. It's one that everyone needs to hear, and we need to speak it from the heart. And in so doing, we will transform this world. Have a blessed night. I'll see you tomorrow evening for Fishers of Men. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers right now are literally the prayers I think should be of lighting those righteous fires, feeling that glory of Christ within us. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time and this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. See you tomorrow night, patriots. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too.
from the rain.